One of the biggest skills that I learned from my corporate job back when I worked for an investment bank that I've translated into business is the ability to manage people. Now, I don't consider myself an amazing manager, but I do consider myself a student of human behavior and managing just comes down to getting people to do the things that you need them to do in order to grow the business and to keep them around, to keep them fulfilled, etc. We recently had an issue. We've been signing up too many clients and we don't have enough coaches to handle the clients at the current load that we have. And so we've been looking into some of the things that they do with clients and seeing if there's ways we can be more efficient. And we found a bunch of things. In order to put those things in place, we have to make some changes to the things they're doing, which is really uncomfortable. It started to bring up this idea of how do you motivate people to do things? How do you get people to do behaviors? How do you manage people to do behaviors? And this works for clients, this works for employees, this works for even your kids or your significant other. There are two ways that I like to look at this. Number one is really simple. There are three questions that you wanna ask. And then number two, basically oh, the way that you look at behaviors. If you change the way you look at behavior, then it'll drive you to ask the right questions. So we'll start with the simple questions. The first question I would ask, let's take an example that you want somebody to perform a behavior. You know, you want your staff member to make sure that they are always sending you a report at the end of the day that tells you what they've been doing and what they have planned for tomorrow. So let's say that is a new behavior that you want people to do because you want to make sure that you wrap your head around everything that's happening in your business. Let's say that you tell folks, hey, I need you to do this thing. And three days later, you go and look and you see that they haven't done the thing. There are three questions that I would ask as to you know, why they didn't do that thing. The first question is, do they know they're supposed to do it? A lot of times as managers or as coaches, we ask people to do things and they're not super clear that they're actually supposed to do it. They might've been thinking, okay, this is like a brainstorm. This is something I'm thinking. This is a great idea, but they don't actually apply it to the things that they do. So that's the first question is, do they know they're supposed to do it? It might not be. So in this case, I've told the employees that they need to do this thing. And so in my mind, I think they know they're supposed to do it. But if they don't have a reminder in their calendar at the end of the day to remind them to do it, then they don't even think about it. And so they don't actually know because there's nothing to remind them to do it. The second question is, do they know what they're supposed to do? Most times you can solve most of your employee issues by addressing the first one. But the second one, sometimes they know they're supposed to do it, but they're not quite sure how to do it and it gets really uncomfortable and they don't have time to kind of figure it out so then they just don't do it and then they feel shame about it. Do they know they're supposed to do it? Do they know what they're supposed to do? And this is where as a manager or as a coach you need to break down the actual steps and show them an actual example of the thing that they actually are supposed to send you. Your report should have three bullet points of three things that you did today, three tasks that you accomplished, and I want three tasks that you are going to accomplish tomorrow. I want you to highlight the number one thing that you're gonna accomplish tomorrow. The third one is, are they motivated to do it? A lot of times it's like, they know they're supposed to do it, they know what they're supposed to do, but they're kind of like, ah, I'm tired, this isn't that important, or ah, the boss never checks on this thing anyway, you know, it doesn't really matter, they'll let it go. And this is actually the lever that most managers pull, most coaches pull, 
They think the problem always comes down to motivation. And so they focus on that first. It's like, why didn't you generate this report? You know, I asked you to do this many, many times and you start to kind of go down this road. Hold on for a second. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? If so, do me a huge favor, rate and review the show in the podcast app. Or if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. This will help the show get out to more people and help us have a bigger impact and would be a huge personal favor to me and I would appreciate you forever. Now back to the show. Actually, if you do the first two first, then you don't have to solve the motivation problem. But if they have a reminder, they know what to do and they're still not doing it, then you have to explain to them why this fits into the bigger picture of their role at the company, of what, you know, how this drives performance at the company and how this makes your life easier and how it can help them get promoted. And so if you can explain the why in that way and you have all those three things, then you can expect the next day that it's gonna get done. Let's say in this example that they still don't do it and it's three or four days later, they have a reminder to do it, they know what to do, but they still aren't doing it because their motivation is low. Well, now you may have a performance problem that you have to kind of manage. It's just like, look, your motivation isn't there. This is not gonna work. Those are the three questions that I ask. Now, the way that I think about it is using BJ Fogg's behavior models. He is a Stanford professor and he wrote a book called Tiny habits and he taught a course about tiny habits and it's basically how behavior works and the founders of Instagram used the methods that he taught them in his class at Stanford to actually found Instagram because they found that using these sort of human behavior models that got people to go come back to the app over and over again so quickly I'll walk you through that and then I'll put it into perspective okay so here is the BJ Fogg behavior model. Behavior equals motivation, ability, and prompt. In order for you to do a behavior, you have to have something to remind you to do that behavior. So that is what the prompt is here, right? So you have to have something to remind you to do that thing. In this case, it might be an alarm. It might be a reminder in Slack at the end of the day to remind people to do that thing. That's the first thing. The prompt reminds you to do the thing. And then the ability is, do they know what to do? Is it easy to do or is it hard to do? If it's easy to do, then they're more likely to do the behavior because it takes low motivation to do it. Let's say there's a prompt, you get a reminder to fill out an end of day report. And all you have to do is open up a pre-made template that says, you know, three things you did today and three things you're gonna do tomorrow. Okay, great, that prompt reminded you, made the thing easy to do, and you're going to fall right here. And that just means that you will do the behavior. Let's say that you get a prompt that says, hey, I need your end of day report and there's no template. And it means that you don't know exactly what to do with the end of day report. The boss didn't explain it very well. Well, you have the prompt, but your ability to do it is pretty low and your motivation maybe isn't very high. So then you're gonna be here and you're not actually gonna do the behavior. So let's say that I give you a prompt and you have that reminder and you don't have a template, but I told you if you don't do it today, then you'll be fired. Well, now your motivation is super high, even though your ability is low. And so you're gonna fall right here. If I said, hey, you're gonna do this today or you're gonna be fired and I give you the template, well, now your motivation is high and your ability to do it is really easy. And so your behavior is gonna fall right here. The chances of you doing that behavior are way higher. If you think about behavior this way, then it allows you to pull the different levers you need to pull in order to get your staff to do the behavior or to get your client to do the behavior. A lot of times it just comes down to reminding them to do it and making it easy. If you focus on those two things, you will be a lot more successful in getting people moving forward in the direction you wanna to get to. If you only rely on motivation, 
Well, then you either have to incentivize people by offering them a bunch of bonuses or things like that, or you have to threaten them and say, hey, if you don't do this, you're gonna get fired or you're gonna fail or whatever. Motivation is not actually the best tool to use to get most people to do a behavior. Hope you found that useful. This is how I like to think about things. And I find that anytime I struggle in getting people to do something, it's because I am focusing more on motivation and less on the prompt and the ability. All right, we'll see you in the next one.